Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and it's another beautiful day, and it's day 28 of the National Financial Literacy Month. And I'm looking forward to this particular episode because as this winds down to day 30, today we'll be talking about becoming financially independent. And so it's all about you. So that's what this episode really entails. And thank you for being with me today. And I hope that you're getting as much as you can out of this uh, 30-day series. And of course, this is day 28. So I just want to let you know, if you haven't listened to the past episodes, simply go back to episode number 207. And that's where it all begins. That's where the journey started almost 30 days ago. It's truly amazing. And so thank you so much for being a part of this series. So let's get started. And the first thing to do to become financially independent is to do this. It is to definitely educate yourself because self-education is the most important thing that you can do. In other words, what I'm saying is Read your few books. Uh, look at a few of the financial talking shows uh, there uh, that's on television. Look at the nightly news or the morning news and talk to other people. If a person has a financial advisor, uh, maybe you want to get a reference and have a, a session with them. The bank that I, I belong to, they also provide uh, counseling, a financial advisor counseling at the bank itself. So there are so many ways in order to learn more about that. But to educate yourself when you decide that you want to set up a specific type of bank account, uh, any type of savings and emergency fund, uh, and when you start to think about investing in real estate and stocks and bonds or cryptocurrency, whatever it may be, you need to educate yourself on it so you won't walk in it blindly. And remember, when you're going in for investments, they all have risk. Stock market, there's risk. There's also risk in the real estate market. There's also risk in crypto. And so you cannot be risk averse, meaning that if you invest some money, don't invest for the short term as much as you do for the long term. And even if you invest in some stocks that provide some dividends, uh, that's better than nothing, because if it can outpace the rate of inflation, you are looking good because you'll be navigating inflation at that time. And we know that the 0.25% uh, interest rate increase in March. We're going to have six more increases throughout the year 2022 and possibly into 2023. So make sure that you educate yourself. That's so, so important. So in other words, if you would go to the, someone in the stock market, you want to at least know what type of stocks that you want to invest in. And then you want to know what amount you're going to put in. You want to know what their fees are. Or if you decide to go with the mobile app, Type, type of uh, investing, uh, you can also do that or go to a, a uh, financial advisor at a regular investment firm. So there are uh, many, many choices out there. The next thing that you want to do is 
look at preparing, looking ahead and prepare for the time of life or some altering events. In other words, if you start working in your 20s, like I did when I joined the Air Force, you want to start putting money away as soon as possible, saving money saving money. Consistency is the key. So when you look down the road, 20, for me, 20 years in the Air Force, you have a nest egg set up where you don't have to really go out there and get another job or kill yourself trying to do it. So uh, you want to at least uh, plan ahead and just consistency, even if you put in $100 a month or $50 a pay period, if you pay twice a month, whatever it may be, you do that and compound interest will kick in and you will come out ahead. And uh, that's where I want you to be as a part of, of my programs. And the next thing is, is to jump into the investments. Uh, don't jump in without a life raft if you can't swim, but at least you might want to invest maybe a, a couple of thousand dollars, for example, and see how that works out. And then if you make some money on that, then you can also invest, but have a diversity of your portfolio, meaning don't put all your eggs in one basket is basically what it comes down to. So uh, you want to make sure that uh, you start and jump into investing and don't be afraid. And uh, when it comes to things like cryptocurrency and everything, I think the main thing you need to remember about that is, is that it's not secured by the FDIC, but stocks, stocks and bonds aren't either. Uh, when we look at a bank account, think they cover that up to $250,000 uh, if you have that much money in the bank. So if you had more than that, of course, you might want to move, move some of it to another bank or invest it in some stocks or, or leave it into an emergency account. But it's very, very important to do this. And um, don't be afraid to invest. That's how most of the people actually end up wealthy is through investments of whatever kind. It, it doesn't have to be the stock market. It doesn't have to be real estate. Uh, but uh, other forms that are out there. And then you want to evaluate your spending habits and create a budget. Now, I know I'm talking some bad words to y'all, that B word budget, but it's the right thing to do. And how do I know this? Because uh, I have over 40 hours of accounting. I've worked in the accounting department. I've worked in budgeting uh, in the Air Force, budgeting at mobile oil company when I was employee with them and budgets work. If they didn't work, they wouldn't exist. And when it comes to personal finance, it works even better because it gives you that opportunity to see exactly what where you are at any given time. And you want to always check your bank account balances. I went into my bank account one day. There were over $300 uh, on my account that I was not aware of. So I called the bank and they said, we'll do a little investigating. They gave me my money back. And what it was, it was someone at their bank who was using my card to purchase things for themselves. But they never told me all of the whole story, but I found out. And so I left that bank because it's bad karma. <laughs> so you want to always be checking and evaluating where you stand every day. And just because your balance is decreasing doesn't mean that you charge that, that amount off. And I can tell you that from personal experience. So uh, ensure you, right now, it's not a good time to be spending a lot of money are making a lot of charges because those interest rates on everything inflation is going up. What you want to do now is decelerate, you know, take a little bit of air out the ball, so to speak, and save that money, chunk that money, save it, save it, save it, pay off your debts, become debt free so you won't make these banks rich and you won't make these uh, merchant accounts uh, 
suppliers, you won't make them rich. You want to make you rich. I want you to be rich because I like rich friends. So uh, that's one thing that you want to do right there. And then start saving and create that emergency fund and build your credit. I did some experimenting and as I was paying off my bills and uh, what I did, instead of me making one payment per month, I would make two, I would double that payment, but I wouldn't make it at the same time. I would do one just before it's due and then one after before the month closed out. And that takes down quite a bit of the interest. And then what I started doing, I started chunking money. So I went with the, um, with the snowball effect. I went with the lowest bill and I put all of my efforts into paying that off. And then I go to the next lowest and I'll pay that off until I got to the bills with the most money. So I would take, let's say a $14,000 balance and get it down to 1700. And then I just pay the full 1700 off. And the next thing that happens, the credit score goes up and it goes up. And so I was able to get it over 820. Uh, so uh, I, I learned a method there that actually works. And uh, so whenever I ha have a little bit on my account, if it's, let's say, $13 I had on one account, then on another account I had maybe, I don't know, $100, I pay them off. And I would get a note and they would say, hey, thanks for uh, paying off your bill. And then guess what happened? You guessed it. They gave me an actual limit increase on my credit card for me basically just paying my bills on time and being diligent about it. So I have it now where I'm probably 50 to 55 months into always paying on time in the history of my uh, credit history. And so, and then it has the number of cards you have, but that credit score is very important. So I'm almost maxed out. I think it's 850. So I'm at 820. I'm working to get to 850 because I want to know what that's like and I want to have that experience as well. So uh, it's very important to get that savings account and you want to get an emergency fund because we never know what might happen. And then the next thing to do is set aside some money to support your family. There may be some emergencies coming in and uh, other things such as that. And so you might want to look at uh, some compounding, some interest, uh, put money away in case of that rainy day. And like I tell everybody, uh, we never know what might happen. I've been in two car accidents uh, over, over the course of my life. And uh, you got to have burial insurance because you never know what might happen. And it may not even be due to a car accident. It could be anything. But you don't want your family going out there setting up a GoFundMe site for your funeral uh, because uh, getting a burial account, funeral uh, account insurance doesn't cost that much. So get out there and get those burial insurance and, and get off that internet with the GoFundMe because we work every day. We should be able to pay for the funeral. Uh, and then you want to look at retirement. Retirement really is all about your golden years. And uh, just because you uh, get to a certain age does not mean that your life is over. It means really your life is just beginning. And that's why you want to have the money. So if you decide you want to travel, you can travel. If you decide that you want to uh, just uh, be a volunteer, you can volunteer. And you can do it without having financial stress in your life. But these are the ways uh, to actually become uh, financially free or financially independent. So I'm going to go over these again, and then you'll be able to capture the rest uh, when you listen to the, this episode. Uh, number one uh, thing you want to do is to educate yourself as much as you can about 
finances, investing, banking. I went through a, a course through the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC, and I learned a lot from them about banking. Number two, you want to look and prepare ahead of time for life-altering events. We just never know when something event happens in life, and we want to kind of be prepared for it one way or other. Get a get a uh, will and get an estate plan so that uh, if something happens to you, people will know what to do. And then jump into your investments. Jump into them. Don't be afraid. Ask a lot of questions. The young people nowadays, I'll be honest with you, at least some I know, they don't ask many questions. And a person who doesn't ask a lot of questions, they don't want to learn that much. And so I say for the younger folks, even if, if you're not young, as young as, you, as a teenager, you want to ask as many questions as possible. If you don't get the answers you're looking for, keep asking. Then you want to evaluate your spending habits and create a budget. You know where I stand on budgets. Get yours. Let's get going. Then begin saving, creating emergency funds, and building that credit, especially that credit score, so you pay less interest if you happen to get a loan, if you have get a loan on a house or a vehicle, or if you're investing in property, to hire that. And then I have a credit score for my business. Uh, it's also important to have some uh, business credit, and you have a credit score from that. You get uh, done in Brad's, Brad Street. And uh, you'll want to go out there and get you some business credit cards and open lines of credit. And uh, that will help you in the event you want to invest in something you can and do it from a business side. And then you want to set aside some money to support your family. And uh, then you want to lastly, you want to look at retirement because uh, longer you live, you're going to draw closer to retirement. And so I wanted to cover this with you today because you may not be having conversations with your family about uh, becoming financially independent because most of the time when it comes to family, they're so close that they don't want to listen to you. They will listen to someone else, but they don't want to listen to you. And so you have to position yourself to take care of yourself. And if they come and ask you questions, then you can talk to them and provide this wisdom and knowledge to them that's always been there. And uh, they are going to ask questions when they need something. But if they don't need something, especially when it comes to teenage kids, they'll come asking a lot of questions. At that time, you just remain silent. Don't say a word. Just uh, slowly but surely let that information drift out. And don't seem too anxious to give it to them because if you're too anxious, they're not going to listen. Trust me on that. And I call that learning the hard way. <laughs> I'm so glad I know this stuff. But I just want to share that just to say that uh, when it comes to finance, becoming financially independent, it takes work. And uh, people, like I always give that question, people, how do you get, get rich? I said, well, you first of all, you have to start to work. Working is the, the uh, foundation for becoming wealthy. If you don't inherit a lot of money or you don't hit the lottery or something like that, you're going to have to work. Don't go into crime. It doesn't pay, okay? But uh, this ends this particular episode. And again, it's all about how to become financially independent. I'll see you on day 29. As we close in on day 30, all I can say is go back to episode 207 if you haven't listened to them all. Have a great day. And this is Paul Lawrence Van Sand to you. I will see you on day 29. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.